Welcome to the Do Better podcast with your coach and host, me, Stevie Potter, helping you to go from feeling like a smashed packet of custard creams to being a superhuman. To find out where you are right now on the spectrum, go to our show notes and visit the Superhuman Scorecard and start changing your life today. Hello, hello, and good morning from my little uh, corner of Somerset. Um, it is a beautiful day as I record this. Um, we've got a little bit of kind of, not frost, but a bit of condensation on the windows as it's starting to kind of draw into colder mornings now. But I've got beautiful sunshine. Um, can see the cows in the field. And kind of every time I step in here to do office work, it's like, how lucky am I to have an office that overlooks this amazing view? Um Everyone always says to me, I paid everything for the view and nothing for the house. The house is basically tumbling down, but the view is awesome, <laughs> which is great. Um, been a bit of a quiet week, really. As you know, I'm still taking some time out. It's the end of the season, so I'm just being a normal human being for a while. I'm taking a break from athlete life and focusing on all of those little jobs that you know I never got around to doing when I was in the midst of uh, busy training and racing and all those sorts of things, having lots of conversations with people about projects for next year. And more importantly, uh, if you would like to do a drum roll now, please feel free. Um, the cloakroom, which many of you will know has been a three-year project for me. We ripped it out about three years ago um, with the attempt that we were just going to kind of change the toilet and the sink and not worry about anything and it was as with everything in this house one of those projects where what was going to be a simple kind of two-week job turned into oh now we need to strip the wallpaper off and now we need to replaster and now so we basically it became a husk of a room the radiator went the plaster fell off um and then for pretty much the last year, I haven't done anything with it. I've been preoccupied with training and racing. And probably, if I'm honest, I've been making excuses and saying I've got no time for it, which is not true. It's just not a priority. Uh, we learned to live very quickly with one bathroom. And uh, there's only two of us, so it's not a big deal. Um, but I am determined to try and at least get something plumbed in for Christmas. So this week, I have been continuing with that project. And I've got more done in the last fortnight than I have over the last three years, to be honest. Um, so I've got some paint on the walls. And I've just done another uh, bit of prep this morning before I came to speak to you guys. Um, and then there'll be another coat going on later. So that's quite exciting for me. I mean, that's really boring for the rest of you. Um, it, it's boring for me in the sense that I don't really like DIY and home improvement. But I have to say... I can understand why people do because there's this sense of like fulfillment when you look at something and you go, I did that. Even though I look at it and go, it's absolutely shit because uh, <laughs> it's really like the wall that I had to start with, not a good blank canvas. Um, the one that we replastered, lovely. Um, but the rest of it, very much not a good blank canvas. So I'm kind of, you know, you can't put uh, tinsel on a turd and call it a Christmas tree, but you can do your best. And that is exactly what I've done. There's a lot of filler around, a lot of corking, a lot of filler. Um, maybe some paint where paint shouldn't be. Uh, I'm not the neatest painter, but I'm getting it done and I've done it myself. And uh, it's the smallest room in the world. So it's not, you know, I can do it in little hour chunks here and there, which is quite nice. It's good for my attention span, which isn't very long, as most of you will know. Um, so that's what I've been up to. Um, but I have noticed... That the weather, um, excuse me, sniffling. I haven't got a cold. I think it's just the, the cold weather. I'm going to go blow my nose now. So you might hear that through the mic. That's good, isn't it? Most people edit these things out of their podcast, but 
as you know, I believe in real authenticity. And uh, so you can have that. You're welcome. Anyway, um, I've noticed, as I said, that the, the kind of season is definitely on the turn. Autumn is definitely here. You get that nice kind of cold, crisp morning, um, which I've had this morning. I absolutely love that. I like to get out with the dog, go and walk in that kind of crisp morning when you've got the dew settling on the grass. And it's just lovely and the air's really fresh and you're kind of bundled up. I really like it. But we are moving into autumn. And one of the things that I notice people around me, and certainly myself even, um, kind of starting to hunker down and think about settling down inside and it sometimes gets a little bit harder to go outside um not for me because I really love this time of year but uh I kind of maybe have to give people an extra bit of oomph to get out there um at this time of year but the other thing that I do at this time of year um because it's the end of the season is I have a couple of weeks off I don't think about triathlon at all and it's a really good break for me mentally I get in a really good headspace um and it kind of means that I'm really inspired and ready to go when I get back to training at you know kind of middle to end of this month um into November and I do all of my goal setting and reflection at this time of year I also do that for my business. So I kind of almost run an academic year, really. Um, I like to have the last quarter of the year um, is kind of mapped out, but I like to use it to do all of the planning for the year ahead. And it's a really, really, I think, valuable thing to do. And I would encourage everybody to start doing some reflection on the past 12 months now. Um, You know, start reflecting, even if it's just back to January, um, start working on that now. Start thinking as the season changes, it's a really nice time to do it. And start thinking about what you want to achieve over the next 12 months. Now, why am I asking and suggesting that you do that in October? Well, like I say, for me, it's a habit that I picked up purely because of the way the triathlon season works for me. So, it's not something that I kind of purposefully set out to do. It was like, oh, I'm going to do this in October. It's just that how it ha- is how it happened because of the sport that I'm involved in. So my first race is usually around April or May. And then my last race is usually September, maybe October. Um, I think my last one was a bit earlier this year. Uh, so early September. Um But that's kind of where my season runs. And so, you know, it makes sense to get to the end of the season, reflect on the racing, reflect on the training, start thinking about maybe what I want to achieve next year, what are the things that I need to work on once I've had a little break. Um, And kind of this part of the year, so this bit between like autumn and right into the depths of winter around Christmas time is actually a really nice period of the year because I can do a little bit more of what I want to do. There's still structure to everything, but it's a little bit less focused. Everything's a little bit broader and it's about just general fitness and it's about just getting out there. And that really gives me some thinking space because it allows me to think about what I really enjoy and the style of training that I really enjoy and all those kind of things. I think, though, what I've learned from that is that even if I weren't doing triathlon, as the season changes into autumn and winter, it's a really nice time to do that reflection on the year. Because there is nothing worse than getting to Christmas, or even worse still, January, when you've been eating loads of food, 
you're probably not at your lightest, leanest bikini bod. You know, we all like to prep for summer, don't we, when we're going to be peeling off a few more layers. Um, And in winter, we want to be warmer and we want to be wrapped up under loads of clothes and probably an extra layer of body fat. Good for us. But you usually have that feeling after Christmas as well or like around Christmas where you've had all the Christmas parties, you've had like Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, even before Christmas, you have all those kind of social occasions and it's all about like, mulled wine those festive lattes where you get all of the syrup I mean I am quite partial to a Christmas cappuccino um which (laughs) which is you know a cappuccino with some sort of spiced syrup in it I am quite partial to that um but it's not great for me and you know a few of those few little parties where you have the Christmas dinner about six times before actual Christmas day you usually have three courses as well you have those meetups where you go to the markets and you have breakfast and mulled wine and you know maybe some other treats for some reason there always seems to be churros there um, which I didn't think were festive but they are delicious and you know you do all that you you get to January and you or even around Christmas, and you're just feeling probably a bit sluggish. You're not feeling as energized as you are the rest of the year. I would say I have the least energy around Christmas time because also you're prepping, you're doing so many other things as well. So you're not really focusing on yourself. Like that's not what Christmas is about. And I love Christmas for that. I love that it's about other people and, you know, not focusing on yourself and your goals for a minute. Um, But why do we then use that period of time when we're probably feeling at our most kind of deflated and sluggish to then go, oh, I'm going to set my personal goals now? Because obviously your mindset is going to be completely skewed to thinking I'm lardy and revolting, as one of my clients recently put it, um, Amy, on last week's podcast. Um, So all of your goals are going to be completely skewed. And then you end up doing this all or nothing mindset because you just think, right, I've got to rein it all back in. I need to just be eating soups and salad for the next, you know, 20 days, whatever it is. And you don't think about all the other stuff that you've accomplished. You don't think about, you know, realistically how things were for the rest of the year. You don't think about how, you know, you might have made some changes to your health, your nutrition, your lifestyle. You don't think about those. You think about, you know, oh, and everyone else around me is going to lose weight and everyone else around me is going to do this. And you end up making those empty promises to yourself. If you're doing reflection around Christmas, you also kind of go, oh, well, you know, I'm going to enjoy it now and I'm going to make all the changes on the 1st of January. And that puts so much pressure on that new year. I mean, the hilarious thing was when everyone said, remember the turn of the decade? Remember that? Remember 2019 going into 2020? And everyone was like, ah, yeah, 2020 is going to be amazing, man. It's going to be the best year yet. I love it. And then like the pandemic happened and that ruined everybody's dreams. And it was like, oh. And it was silly because everyone had waited and been like, oh, you know, don't worry about the rest of 2019. Like 2020, it's the turn of the decade. Like, you know, new year, new decade, new start, new me. And put so much pressure on the year. And I think a pandemic proved to us, if nothing else, that you can't just like pin all your hopes on a new year and certainly can't, you know, new year's resolutions. How many of those have operated? How many of you made a new year's resolution that you were actually able to follow through from the 1st of January, 2020 to the 31st of December, 2020? Like it just didn't happen because there were so many changes that we all had to make. 
some people did get really really fit in lockdown you know it was kind of a split of like people that got really really fit and really really healthy and like other people that went completely the opposite way and that was kind of how the split went but I can guarantee that 99% of people ended up at the end of the year, whatever state they were in, you know, better or worse than they'd imagined. It wasn't what they'd set out to do on the 1st of January because everything changed so much in between. And that's the thing with any plan. It doesn't matter when you're going to do your reflection and your kind of goal setting and stuff and, you know, thinking about the year ahead. It doesn't matter when you're going to do that because you can't, you know, you've got to be flexible and you've got to understand that you're going to face barriers and challenges and you have to deal with adversity whenever you're making a plan. You have to be prepared for that. But I just think you're setting yourself up for failure if you're waiting until that end of year, beginning of year time to make those New Year's resolutions because you're just surrounded by people, this whole industry of the 1st of January changes, the New Year, New Me Brigade. And it's a crock of shit and loads of people just fail. And it makes you feel bad because you feel like you're a failure. And yet everybody else is doing exactly the same. You know, it's really weird that we live our entire lives at this flick of the calendar. And, you know, it's something I've spoken about a lot before, but why do we do that? Why do we pin all of our hopes just because we've turned the page onto a new year? So one of the things that doing all of my reflection now in the sense that, you know, having to do that because of sport, one of the things it's taught me is that that is way better because you almost get a head start on everybody else because by the time it gets to January, I'm fully focused on what I'm trying to achieve for that year. You know, I know that if I map stuff out now, I can cruise through Christmas, I can enjoy Christmas because I've got a plan through January. And I'm just, you know, Christmas is part of the plan. There's also this thing where if you if you wait to kind of do your planning, the tendency is to be like, oh, I'll do it after Christmas because I'm not going to be doing anything over Christmas. You know, like I say, it's about focusing on other things, family time, enjoying yourself, all that kind of thing. And that's great. But why not just plan that into what you want to achieve? Why not just say, you know, there's going to be these events here and I know I'm not going to be sticking to the the rules that I've made myself um, on those particular dates. Or I'm not going to be as rigid. I'm going to have to be a little bit more flexible around those times. It makes you feel better because you're in control if you've planned ahead for that. And the best way to do that is not be, oh, I'm going to wait until January to make changes for next year. You know, now winter's coming. We're basically a couple of months away from the end of the year. And why would I make a change now? Now is the ideal time to start thinking about it. And the other thing is that it gives you way more thinking space because nobody else is doing that at this moment in time. Everybody else is focused on getting to the end of the year. They're not focused on making changes. They're not focused on improving. They're not focused on planning. Everybody else is focused on planning in January and you don't want to get caught in that stampede because it's really dangerous. It makes you make promises to yourself based on what other people are doing. It steers you away. It's distraction from your own goals because all of these other noises are coming out about, you know, you should be doing this because it's the new year. You should be coming to this gym. You should be doing this swimming. You should be doing these recipes. And it's really hard and it's just difficult. And then it's also easy to get caught up in the unwinding of that. So when it all unravels at the end of January into February, it's really easy for you to get caught up with those other people who are failing. And they're starting to justify their failure. You know, we're all going to fail at stuff and failure is not a bad thing. The important thing is that we learn from it and we use it to take the next step in our journey. 
But if you're surrounded by people going, oh, I've fallen off the wagon, you know, New Year's resolutions, oh, isn't it funny? I can never keep those. And you've done exactly the same and made New Year's resolutions in January and done your kind of, in inverted commas, planning. And I say in inverted commas because it's not a real plan. It's just an empty promise to yourself. You've not, generally speaking, people don't make a proper plan. They just spill out these words because everyone around them is doing the same. So it's really hard then to try and stay track, stay on track when everyone around you is kind of falling off the wagon and falling apart and justifying their behaviour. Because also to make themselves feel better, they're going to make you try and do the same. They're going to be like, oh, you know, don't worry, I failed at this. Like, don't worry that you've had those six slices of cake today when you're trying to, you know, lose a bit of body fat because I've done the same and, you know, don't worry about it. Oh, isn't it funny? We're all in the same boat. You don't want to be in that situation because it's really hard to try and stay on track. And if you've if you've started to do that now, if you made a plan now and you were able to start taking little steps through November and December, when it comes to January, you just pick up where you left off. You know, you've already had two extra months of practice. And also because you've had the time and space to do it now, when everyone around you is not focusing on, you know, their own goals and not producing all this noise and distraction about what they want to do and what you should be doing... It gives you much more time and space to actually create a proper plan, to actually think about what you really want to achieve. You know, it's quieter. There's less noise around change. There's more about, you know, people are in a better mood and a better, more relaxed frame of mind this time of year. It's nice. There's a lull before Christmas. People haven't got frantic about buying presents. Where are they going to go at Christmas? Christmas parties, all that kind of thing. Now is a really mellow time of the year. And, and that's why I think I like it. And like I say, all these things kind of come together. The change of the seasons, finishing my triathlon season, giving me the opportunity. And I think now is one of the most beautiful and most effective times to really knuckle down and think about what is it that I want to achieve? Why do I want to achieve it? And how am I going to do it? And it's a really powerful time of the year to be doing that. So I would encourage you all, whatever it is, whatever your goals are, maybe you are an athlete and you finish the season and you're doing your goal setting and that's great, fantastic. Well done you, tell all your friends. If you're not, if you're somebody that waits until the new year, um, just think about whether that is conducive to really achieving the goals that you want to. Think about how successful that's actually been for you. Has that been successful at all? You know, if it has been successful, why? What was different about the times that it was successful? But I would be surprised if you could say every single time you've set a goal in the new year, you know, that you've achieved it. Because unfortunately, it ends up in that New Year's resolution category and that's just, they're uh, they're just a nightmare. I mean, that's a rant for another podcast. But (laughs) have a think about things that you've achieved have a think about when you made those promises to yourself, when you set those goals and how you went about it. And maybe just start reflecting on the year now and start thinking about plans that you can put into place because it's the ideal time to do some mind mapping, get some notes down, journaling, go out for walks. You know, it's still nice. It's not boiling hot. The mornings are beautiful. Um, Just you've got all of the environment around you to try and get those ideas down, to try and get those reflections down, to think about what it is that you want to achieve. With that in mind, as a lot of you will have already seen, um, I am running a new programme starting on the 31st of October 
the Reframe program. Now, the pre-registration has already been completed for that. Um, and general registration is open from Monday the 10th of October so there is there will be links out on social media um, if you've signed up to the newsletter you had access to the early registration slots the pre-registration slots so some slots for the program have already gone um, there are a few left so I'm going to put those out for general registration um, Monday the 10th of October um, basically there's a little form you need to sign up tell me what it is that you want to achieve and then from there you can get onboarded and I'll be kind of selecting the people that make it into the program because basically we want people in the program who have the right mindset to achieve it um, but if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while now and you're thinking of applying for Reframe, which is all about just reframing the conversation, it's it's called Reframe because too many people, as I've spoken about in podcasts before, put this kind of onus on weight as if I get to that number, I'll be happy. And it's usually nothing to do with that. And also we think about weight loss as being about deprivation. We think about the things we need to take away, the control we need to have. And it's not a healthy conversation it doesn't lead to good positive long-term results and it doesn't improve health and what I am doing with the reframe program is changing all of that we're talking about health we're talking about good relationships with food solid understandings and associations with food and getting you away from this all or nothing kind of starve binge culture the yo-yo dieting all of that and being able to switch things on your head so that you're able to focus on enjoyment, on health and weight loss automatically happens. It's not the primary thing that you're thinking about. So um, it's it's honest, you know, it's no bullshit like everything else that I do. Um, it's an honest approach. It's not fluffy. It's not Weight Watchers. It's not Slimming World. It's not any of that fluffy crap. It is down to earth. It's real science. It's real experience. It's from you know, the coaching that I've done that gets results for my clients. And we ran a similar program um, earlier in the year, the Lard Loss Program, um, which was really successful, really well received. And people have gone away from that and made some amazing changes. And Reframe, I have um, kind of taken some of the great bits from Lard Loss and added some even more useful bits and pieces. Um, we've got little planners to help you with your weekly goals and your targets and your reflections and things like that. There's loads and loads of content online and there's also the support group that goes with it as well, which is the one of the vital elements of this. So it's about giving you the support as well as the honesty. Um, it's having that nice balance of being hard enough on yourself when you need to be but also framing that with support and advice and guidance um, to help you achieve what you want to so reframe program is open um on monday the 10th of october if you haven't already pre-registered um it, it was popular last time when we ran the last course um we haven't done reframe before but when we ran the lard loss course it did sell out so get your registration in early and the reason that now is a great time to do this course is because it's not a new year fatty kind of diet program. Um, 
doing it now means you've got the time and space to really focus on it, which means you're going to head into Christmas feeling awesome. Um, We'll be finishing kind of just before Christmas. And that means you're not going to end up in the New Year's Resolution Brigade because you're going to have all of this stuff fresh in your mind and you're going to be able to hit the ground running, which means when you come back from Christmas in January, um, you're going to be feeling really positive and really stoked and you're going to be miles ahead of everybody else. So um, yeah, sign up for Reframe. Go and have a look at the applications. Go and have a look at the little brochures. Um, and I would love to see some of you on that course. Um, otherwise, have a great seven days. As always, stay focused on your goals and I will catch up with you again next week. Thanks for listening to the Do Better podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can connect with me and learn more about how you can become a happier, healthier and more successful superhuman by contacting me at steviepotter at thewonderclinic.co.uk, following Stevie's Wonder Clinic on Instagram and heading to our website thewonderclinic.co.uk. And you can get started on your journey today by completing the superhuman scorecard via the link in the show notes. I hope to see you all soon.